Hello, you are listening to the Secular Buddhism Podcast, and this is episode number 26. I am your host, Noah Roshetta, and today I'm talking about gratitude. Welcome back to the Secular Buddhism Podcast. I am recording this episode from a room in the Seattle airport uh, while I'm waiting to catch a flight. So I want to apologize in advance if you hear any background sounds that uh, you don't typically hear when I record these podcasts. Um, This is a weekly podcast that focuses on Buddhist concepts, topics, and teachings presented for a secular-minded audience. The Dalai Lama has said, do not try to use what you learn from Buddhism to be a Buddhist. Use it to be a better whatever you already are. So please keep that in mind as you listen to this episode. And as always, if you enjoy this podcast, please feel free to share it with others, write a review, or give it a rating in iTunes. And if you're in a position to be able to help, um, I would greatly appreciate if you were able to make a one-time donation or become a monthly contributor to the podcast by visiting secularbuddhism.com. Now let's jump into this week's topic. So in the past, I did a podcast episode that was called Freedom from the Pursuit of Happiness. And it was a podcast about happiness and and reframing the way that we approach our pursuit of happiness and kind of shifting our mindset from the pursuit of happiness to the happiness of the pursuit. And it was a very popular podcast episode, and I wanted to expand a little bit on that idea. Um, So in the past several days, I've been thinking a lot about the topic of gratitude and how gratitude plays into happiness. So before we can talk about gratitude, I wanted to talk about happiness for a minute, because typically, you know, what is it that we're trying to accomplish in life? If you were to ask somebody that question, including yourself, uh, most of us are probably going to say that we're, we're what we're trying to accomplish is more happiness. We're trying to experience the joy of happiness and trying to minimize everything else that doesn't make us happy. That's typically the the path. That's why you've heard the expression, the pursuit of happiness. It's like this thing that you can pursue and catch it. And we treat it almost like we do the word meaning, as if it was something that was out there that you can go and find. You dig under a rock and there it is. There's there's happiness. And, And now I got it and it's mine. When the reality is that happiness doesn't work that way because happiness is is just an emotion. And like all of our emotions, whether that be happiness, sadness, uh, uh, anger, these are impermanent emotions. And when the causes and conditions are right, you experience an emotion. And then when the causes and conditions are gone, it's no longer there. That's the nature of, of our emotions. So the trap that we fall into is thinking that happiness is this thing that we can get. Um, and we can't. But the, the irony in this is that there is a, a way to experience it, but it doesn't have to do with chasing after happiness. So the Buddha taught that we are what we think. And all that we are arises with our thoughts. And it's with our thoughts that we make uh, our world. So the way that we think will influence the way that we are. And when we think when we're pursuing happiness or we think that happiness is the goal, um, we can, we can get trapped in this hamster wheel, so to speak, um, that we're running and running and never getting there because we've misunderstood what happiness is. 
So what I wanted to focus on in this podcast episode is something different. Rather than pursuing happiness, what if we develop or practice gratitude? And the irony in this is that it's by practicing gratitude, it's by developing a sense or an attitude of of gratefulness that we experience happiness. Because remember, happiness isn't something that you can catch and get. Uh, It's not a thing that's, there it is, there's happiness and I got it. You experience it and you experience it by being grateful. So what if instead of focusing on the pursuit of happiness, we focused on the practice of gratitude? That's what I really want to discuss in, in this podcast. And practicing gratitude doesn't come naturally. It seems that we're not really hardwired to be grateful. And and, and I have no doubt that you know uh, somebody who tends to be uh, more more naturally grateful. And isn't it pleasant to be around people who tend to be grateful? I know I, I have several people in my life that I look up to who are people who tend to be very grateful. Um, and the thing about gratitude is that it's like any skill, it's, uh, it's a skill that requires practice and we can develop an attitude of gratefulness or of gratitude, um, by practicing it. So Dr. Robert Emmons, who's the author of a book called thanks, how practice, how practicing gratitude can make you happier. He talks about the three stages of gratitude and says that first you recognize what you're grateful for, then you acknowledge it and appreciate it. So um, recognition, then acknowledgement, then then is the actual act of appreciating it. And that sounds simple, um, uh, but the benefits of practicing gratitude can really be life-altering. So I want to talk about this a little bit more because we tend to see gratitude as something that when the circumstances are right, then we'll be grateful. But gratitude isn't about the circumstances. And you can, you can look at this because you can put yourself in any set of circumstances and just change the scenario. And you'll see in one circumstance, you'll be grateful in the other one you're not. And the circumstances are the same. So it's not about the circumstances. For example, if you were driving down the road on your way to a job interview and you got a flat tire, you would pull pull over and you know the last thing you're going to do is be grateful for your flat tire because you don't want you don't want to have a flat tire you want to be at the job interview now if you were in uh, a prison transport vehicle on your way to jail for something that you didn't do and you're really terrified to go to jail and then the the transport vehicle gets a flat tire well now you're going to be very grateful for the flat tire and you're going to hope that it takes them 100 years to change the tire so if you were looking at the circumstance, the, the circumstances, you got a flat tire, that's not the problem. It's only a problem if you don't want a flat tire. So with gratitude, um, it's, it's never about the circumstances or the event, I should say, maybe not circumstances, but the event. It's not about the event. It's about uh, everything around that. Um, so I think to understand gratitude a little bit, a little bit more, we should talk about why is it that we don't feel gratitude? What is it that's preventing gratitude? And I think uh, a big part of this is what we call dualistic thinking. It's the idea that there's life as it is, and then there's life as I think it should be. And, and that's the dualistic part of it. I'm creating two realities. There's, there's reality as it is and the reality that I want. And, and 
that separation uh, puts us in a position where when I'm looking for something that uh, isn't how it is, it's hard to experience gratitude, this sense of expectation or this sense of comparison. We don't see what is. We only see what we, the woulda, coulda, shoulda uh, scenarios of, of, of life. And the thing is, gratitude is just there. It's, 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 a, it's a part of the reality as it is. And it doesn't know any of the stories that we've created about how things should be. So we, it, it's important to understand that it's resentment and bitterness that can blind us from being grateful. Uh, we, we not maybe, well, blind us, we simply just cannot experience it because we're experiencing resentment and bitterness. So it's important, I think, to look, look at your life and to analyze in what way or in, in what areas of my life am I experiencing any kind of resentment or bitterness. And this will typically have to do with, you know, woulda, coulda, shoulda. Because resentment and bitterness um, typically come from dashed expectations. There's how we, the way life is is different than how, from how we want it to be because we think it should have been differently had this, this, or that changed. And when we're in that mindset, what is there to be grateful for? You can't be grateful. Um, when the world doesn't fit our stories, there's tension from, you know, how things are and how I expected things to be. And in that world, you're just not going to experience uh, any form of, of gratitude. So then we need to look at that a little bit more. And if you're not experiencing gratitude naturally, uh, um, then maybe you can ask, why am I not feeling uh, grateful? Why am I not experiencing gratitude um, and then follow that up with am I experiencing some kind of resentment or some kind of bitterness because typically we go through life experiencing these things but we don't pause and give ourselves the time of day to actually be with those emotions and to analyze them a little bit this is where practicing gratitude really comes in and I want to talk about this because I think there are five steps that we can take to start to develop gratitude and consider this a form of practice because um, by practicing this, we get better at it. Just like going to the gym makes you stronger or uh, practicing meditation uh, makes you more mindful. So developing gratitude, we could say is something that can be practiced and we're going to go through these five steps to uh, develop gratitude. So the first one is about is centered around awareness. You want to become aware. So step one is become aware. And this is asking yourself, what am I not noticing here? Uh, what should I be grateful for? Because if you're, not ex if you're not experiencing gratitude naturally, that's okay. But at least you can notice, hey, I'm not experiencing gratitude. Why, why aren't I grateful? Uh, and you'll be amazed if you were to, to become aware, you would be amazed at all the goodness that we take for granted, all the things that we should be grateful that we don't typically or naturally experience. And there's a really good video, a TED Talk uh, called A Good Day uh, that you could check out, and that'll help get you in the right frame of mind. Um, so just developing a sense of awareness. And this could be the awareness that of things that you realize, oh, I'm grateful for this. But it also entails the awareness of realizing, oh, I'm not grateful. 
the fact that you're aware that you're not grateful is a good start. So the next step is writing it down. Uh, you've probably heard of the idea of keeping a gratitude journal, uh, but really all it takes is writing down one or a few things that you're grateful for on a daily basis and, and developing a habit out of that. And you don't have to have um, a fancy notebook for that. Uh, there are apps that will do this that you can put on your phone and they'll remind you every morning, say, you know, what are, what are the one or two or three things that you're grateful for? There are many ways you can develop this as a daily habit. And, um, and just write it down because when you're forced to ask yourself, what am I grateful for? You're going to, you have to pause and you have to think about it. So it's a really good way to start developing the practice of gratitude. Um, the third step is learning to identify the negative. So if you identify something or someone with a negative trait, you know, for example, some people have the tendency to, to, um, approach things from the negative point first. For example, you walk into the office and the first thing you notice is it's cold or, um, I, I don't know. There are a lot of scenarios here, but if what if you you could practice switching it in your mind to see what is the positive aspect of this you know um for example you walk into a room and it feels cold then think well okay try to extract out of this something that's positive you look out the window and realize oh but this room has a good view and so so now you've practiced switching that identifying the negative so that you can switch it to the positive and this is just, again, a practice. The more, the more you do this, the more habitual it becomes to see positive things simultaneously as you see the negative things, and then eventually seeing less negative things. So the fourth step is going to be practicing. And we're not going to fake it. You don't have to fake being grateful. You don't have to um, pretend to be grateful or say you know, to someone, oh, thank you, just because you're, you're faking it. Consider this practicing it. So try to give at least one compliment every day. And the reason this is helpful is because if you know today I'm supposed to give a compliment to something or to someone, um, it forces you to look for the positive because you're not going to want to just compliment and be uh, inauthentic. So you will, you will start to uh, practice being authentically looking for something to be grateful for so you can share that. So, um, you know, this this could be very easy smiling and saying thank you to someone for something is uh, a wonderful way to practice uh, gratitude so find something to be grateful for and then express it i think we go through a significant portion of our lives feeling gratitude but never expressing it and gratitude feels good for us but you know who else it feels incredible for the person who's receiving it on the receiving end of gratitude um so practicing, I guess what we're really practicing here is practicing the expression of gratitude. So when you feel gratitude, feel free to express it. Share it with the people, especially people that you know and care for and love. It's very meaningful um, to feel appreciated. So practice expressing gratitude. And it can be for anything. The, you know, the, the waiter who brings you your food, um, the... Uh, you know, someone who opens the door at the gas station. Um, it can be to your spouse or significant other who um, did something kind for you. Or there's just so many ways, so so many 
moments to be to be able to feel and then more importantly express your gratitude so we're practicing the expression of gratitude and then there's the fifth step which which i kind of like i think this might be a fun challenge for the podcast listeners to to go in on this challenge of making a vow um so uh, this is kind of a, a compliment to the practice it's making a vow to not complain to not criticize or or to gossip for a set amount of time you know maybe let's say 10 days a 10 day vow or a 10 day uh gratitude challenge and rather than focusing it around uh the positive aspect of it of being grateful cuz we're already practicing that that remember you're going to do every day you're going to compliment someone uh, at least one compliment every day this is uh focusing on the negative side how do i eliminate the negative side well what if you take a vow to not complain, criticize, or gossip for 10 days? And if you catch yourself messing up, you don't have to do this, but maybe if you catch yourself uh, slipping, um, you know, maybe you can have a, a, some form of punishment where you put a dollar into a jar every time you mess up, and at the end, take that money and maybe donate to someone or, or to something. I don't know. That just might be, might be a fun way to do it. You don't have to do that. But I would love to see if uh, if you're willing to take a vow to for 10 days to not complain, to not criticize, or to gossip. Uh, and remember, gossiping is just speaking of someone when they're not there in a negative way. There's never a need to do that. So um, those are the five steps. Number one, become aware, developing an awareness of the things that... It, that we're grateful for, or at least an awareness that we're not grateful. It can start with that. Step two, write it down. Step three, identify uh, the negative approach. If you have a negative approach, identify when and where and how you do that and try to counter it with one positive. So as soon as you identify the negative, counter it with a positive and just practice that. Step four is is practicing the expression of gratitude. You know, try uh, for 10 days to at least give one compliment daily and, you know, keep going past the 10 days. This is a great one to do. Maybe it's a, it's a daily thing that you do, um, for the rest of your life. That would be awesome. So practice expressing gratitude, especially to the people who are, who you're close to, they, it would mean everything to them and make a vow 10 day challenge, no complaining, criticizing, or gossiping for 10 days. I'd love to hear in the comments uh, on secularbuddhism.com or on the Secular Buddhism study group on Facebook or just the Secular Buddhism Facebook page. Um, but I'd love to hear you uh, tell me about it if you if you make that vow, if you take that commitment. Um, or you can email me, noah at secularbuddhism.com. Tell me all about it. I'd love to hear that. Um, but that's kind of what I had in mind for, for this topic um, on gratitude. So... It, how can we shift our mindset from the the mindless pursuit of happiness? Well, I guess I shouldn't say that. It can be mindful. But what if we focused our attention away from chasing after happiness to just practicing gratitude? And the irony, like I said before, the irony in this is that uh, experiencing gratitude is what it helps us. It's what makes you feel happy. So if you want to chase after happiness, don't chase after it. Practice gratitude. Um, there's no greater gift than the gift of gratitude, of, of, of feeling grateful for our lives, for the fact of being alive, for so many little things. 
And I think uh, we don't spend a lot of time thinking about all the things we can be grateful for. Uh, one of my teachers, um, Koyo Kubose, uh, was talking about uh, the little things in life that we typically don't even think about. We don't think to be grateful for them. And he specifically mentioned his shoes and how at the end of every day he takes off his shoes and says, thank you, shoes, for protecting my stinky feet. And it was so interesting for me to hear that and to think not once in my entire life have I ever thanked my shoes because you wouldn't think to have to do that. You know, it's, these are inanimate objects and they don't have feelings. So why do I need to thank them? But it's not about them. It's about my disposition and my attitude. And I thought, well, how interesting. It's just never occurred to me to be thankful for something so simple as, um, you know, the, what protects my feet all day long. So I spent a week, uh, after, after that, trying to think of all the little things to be thankful for. And throughout that week, I, it was fascinating, you know, at work, uh, a check came in and I signed it and I deposited it on my phone, taking a picture. And, and again, I had that experience where it was like, I've never thought to be thankful to my pen for being able to sign my name to my phone for being able to take a picture and have that go right into my account. I didn't have to drive to the bank. So I was like, thank you, smartphone. Thank you, pen. And then thank you, check, uh, because it was able to just come in the mail. And then it was like, oh, well, thank you to the post office who does all this delivery and, and getting things from here to there. And it just went on and on and on. That one single action that brought up hundreds of things to be thankful for. And it's just so interesting how so many of those things had never once crossed my mind ever to be thankful for. You can imagine that whole week was a, an intense week of being grateful for all the little things. You know, even, even the drive home, I was thinking, how can I be grateful for things I've never thought of being grateful for before? For example, the red light. You're, you're stuck at the red light and you don't ever think the red light. But I looked at the red light and I was like, thank you, red light, because if it wasn't for this red light... Uh, organizing us all, it would be chaotic here. And while my right light is red, someone else's light is green and they get to go. And then when theirs is red, mine is green. And, you know, I was thinking I, I should thank the red light because thanks to their red light, I get to drive through this intersection when it's green and, and typically not have to worry about someone else running through the intersection and hitting me. Um, it just kind of reframes the way you view a lot of things if you if you practice gratitude. So um, I think it would be a fun experience this week uh, or whenever you listen to this podcast to to give yourself a 10-day challenge. Take a vow for 10 days to not complain, to not gossip, to not criticize, and during those 10 days practice expressing gratitude uh, at least one compliment, one authentic compliment every day to to someone for something. Um, and see see how that changes you. See if it starts to change your mindset. And more importantly, what you should notice is the more you practice gratitude, the more you should experience happiness. And this is this is the best part of all of it is that we're, the goal isn't to be happy. We're not chasing after happiness. We're practicing gratitude. But the effect of that, what you'll notice is that you experience and feel more happiness. And quickly before I wrap up this podcast, I do want to remind you that uh, next year in January, from January 26th through February 4th, I've been invited to teach a mindfulness retreat in conjunction with a humanitarian uh, 
trip that we're doing in Uganda, in Africa. And this is going to be a really awesome opportunity to do humanitarian work while at the same time focusing on uh, the contemplative practice of, of mindfulness. So if you are interested in learning about that, visit mindfulhumanitarian.org. This is going to be a, a wonderful and unique experience going to Uganda, experiencing mindfulness, humanitarian work, and adventure. We're doing a safari. Uh, if you're interested in learning more about that, visit the website or reach out to me and ask me any questions that you might have. And as always, I want to thank you for taking the time to listen. When I started this podcast, uh, my intention was to just make uh, content and tools available for people to learn the philosophical concepts that are taught from the contemplative tradition of Buddhism that uh, ultimately enable us to live more mindfully. And I've been um, surprised to see how much demand there is for the this presentation, this style of uh, presentation for Buddhism. And it's been an incredible journey, and I'm very happy to be doing this and to be on this journey with you. Um, and, and I've said this before, but I, I believe that the key to contributing to making this, making society or the world a better place really is about making ourselves uh, better versions of ourselves. And th that's why I do this podcast. I'm determined to continue producing content and creating tools that will help us to be more mindful. And ultimately, this is I do this for myself. This is my practice. This is me trying to be the best me that I can be. And you know, at times it feels like, well, it'd be great to do this for everyone else out there to listen to this. But ultimately, I don't feel like I'm trying to sell anything. I don't feel like I'm trying to push anything on anyone. I record all this in a way for myself. This is me being able to express myself in a way that my own children will be able to listen to this at some point in the future and know how I felt uh, about these topics. And if you listen to this and you enjoy it, um, well, then that's, that's all for the better. Um, if, if we can be more mindful in, as individuals, we end up having more mindful families and ultimately more mindful societies and, and we can end up having a better world. And it's not because we were trying to change the world. It's ultimately because we were trying to change ourselves. And I really, I really believe that. So, uh, if you're able to contribute in any way, your generous donations allow me to continue producing weekly content for this podcast, along with content for the workshops and the retreats and seminars that I do. And if you're interested, um, and you're in a position to be able to help, please visit secularbuddhism.com to make a one-time donation or sign up as a monthly supporter of the podcast. And as always, thank you for your continued support. And um, I'll be happy to record another podcast episode next week. So have a great week. And until next time. Mm -hmm.